All right, so we are here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. We were going to have Andrew here, but he is currently night fishing. As people do. Apparently, I guess if uh, the fish might be sleeping. <clears throat> In Polk County, I think that's a pretty normal thing, actually. It, yeah, yeah. You and I wouldn't know because we don't ever actually get out uh, I mean, or be people. That's, that's, um, that's but if we hung out with uh, if we hung out with the people of, of the the folks of Polk County, the folks of Polk County, <laughs> we we Woo-hoo! might we might also be night fishing. Uh, Say that as I drink a beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Steve from accounting, by the way. I'm Harmony from not accounting. From not accounting. From not accounting. She's Harmony from. Don't ask me to account for anything. Yeah. But myself. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Oh, snap. Totally joking. Tonight, I can we're here to talk about night fishing. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> where... No, we're actually going to talk about something. It's like a... It's something that actually happened, but there are theories around it, and we're going to talk about that. But um, Kurt Cobain and his death. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh. And uh, was he murdered, or was it was actually a suicide? Or was it a suicide? Are you just repeating me? That was the plan until you called me out. Yeah. Or just to like repeat what you said, but with like different inflections, so it looked like I was like inquisitive. Mm -hmm. Uh, You like you like the assistant coach on this podcast today. Yeah. You're like go team, and I'm in. Wait, no. I'm like go team. You're like yeah, go team. Team go. Yeah, exactly. Team go. Team go. Go get them, guys. Yeah. We're talking to the people that aren't here. Yeah. Whoop whoop. 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 Okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so that was fun. All right, let me take us some of this beer, and then we'll get started. This so, beer. This, this Are you bro- sure you're not night fishing? I'm totally night fishing. <laughs> you can't see all the. What is out at night? Is it catfish? That, Ooh. Is, is it trout? The, catfish are the things that definitely come out at night. I think. Right. On Facebook. Slide into your DMs at night. For sure. Yep. So, mm. uh, with their hot dogs. They're hot dogs. You use hot dogs to catch catfish. You can, Do you? you can literally use hot dogs. You have been night fishing, haven't you? <laughs> I've gone fishing with my father. Uh, with my father, yes. With my father. When I was a boy, my father and I, we went fishing. I, I have gone fishing with my dad. Yeah. Anywho, pretty sure that was enough uh, sharing of my personal life. Oh, yes. For yes. now. You've been fishing with your father. Very personal. So personal. God, now we, I feel like I really know you now. <laughs> I know, and so does everybody else, I'm sure. I'm sure they're so much like, wow, I really got to know her there. Mm. So, um, <clears throat> for many of you that don't know, Kurt Cobain has passed away. Yeah, I know this might be shocking to some of you. <laughs> so shocking. I'm sorry for those big Nirvana fans out there <laughs> wondering why they haven't put out an album <laughs> it's very in sad. over 20 years, but <laughs> that would be why. <laughs> yes, it's, it's I'm not laughing because you know. I mean, I was. No, laughing. I, th- I just... think I think we're at the threshold now where we're allowed to like poke at least a little fun. I think like too soon no longer applies. Okay. Well, <laughs> surprise. Surprise. He's, he's passed away. He has passed. Okay, so, so to speak. on April eighth, fun fact that is my father's birthday. Oh. Yep, and uh, the same day that a little, I little birthday uh, gift to your father. Same same day that I also became I, I had my cancer removed. April the same 8th. the same day that Kurt Cobain died. Yeah, not in that year. Oh, just but like on a, on an anniversary. On April eighth. Did you plan that? I did not plan that you actually. That? You were like, hey, wait, 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 we have to wait three more days because that's when Kurt Cobain died. That's his death anniversary, um, and I'd like to celebrate. No, 
by but anywho, killing the cancer. On April eighth, nineteen ninety four, I was cell. I was eight years old. Yeah. On uh that day, well, I was not. Eight. I was not. I was seven because it had not become November yet. Oh yes, true, true. Your birthday is at the end of the year. It is, which really sucked for me because I had to wait like an extra year to go into school. That does suck. I've just barely made the threshold. Like, my birthday is uh, right around. Is that what you tell all the ladies? Yeah, it's technically a penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've barely made it. Yeah, yeah. Barely. Like. It's 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 there. It's like a like, tic uh, Scientifically speaking, it is a penis. Scientifically, <laughs> it is. It's not, it's not quite a clit. It is a penis. It's slightly larger. <laughs> So, anyways, <laughs> on April 8th, 1994, Kurt Cobain, the lead singer and guitarist of Nirvana, was found dead at his home in Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. Forensic analysis at the time determined he had died by suicide three days earlier. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, what, what was... Were you remixing? <laughs> it was. It was Dun Dun Dun, the remix. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever do that one again. Okay. Yeah. Well, we all You experiment. made it kind of go we jazz, and we all who really likes jazz? No, um, almost no one. Exactly. Uh, the, we've already, now we just lost, like, our listeners, I thought we, and they're I thought like... We, didn't, we have, didn't we already yeah, alienate our jazz fans? but maybe they came back. They came back, like, you know what? We'll forgive them for the one And then they, they literally were just like, and I'm fucking done. Yeah, pretty much that's how that went. Um, you know, whatevs. So, sorry about that. Sorry Bye again. About it. Not sorry. sorry. So, sorry. the Seattle Police Department incident report states that Kurt Cobain was found with a shotgun across his body, had a visible head wound, and there was a suicide note nearby. Ooh. By the way, that was in quotations. The suicide note? No, no, just what I just said. The whole the, thing was in quotations. The, the fucking. The Kurt Cobain was found with a shotgun across his body, had a visible head wound, and there was a suicide note nearby. That whole thing was in quotations? Yeah, yeah, because that was in the incident report. So, okay, so that specific sentence was in the incident report. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Hence why I said I thought you were like, a shotgun was found near his body. (laughs) And I had the same grimacing, too. (laughs) With a suicide note nearby. Exactly. (laughs) Nailed it. And then there was a villain that ran away grabbing his mustache going, (laughs) Yes. Okay. The Clearly a suicide. King County Medical Examiner noted puncture wounds on the inside of both of the right and left elbows. Now, I know the, the one thing about this, and I read that and everything, that's the only time that was noted anywhere. Like, no one ever brings that up again. Like, he was probably shooting up? Near his elbow. elbows? Inside of his elbows. That's oh, shit, right there. I actually legit was thinking right over on, like, yeah. uh, well, why wouldn't they say on the inside of his arm? Like in the the soft spot, like you know the little soft. Ooh, it's right there. Right, the right. really the ditch of your arm, one of the most painful spots to get tattooed. Why well, don't I just say that? You know that really painful place to get tattooed. No, I That's wouldn't. Where it would I actually be. don't have any tattoos there. But thank you for the information. Oh, you're so welcome. So, anyways, continuing on. I actually, have no tattoos. I don't believe in so, them. So, <laughs> and I have I'm covered because yeah, you know. I don't believe in you. I'm not a real person, so that is a very good, good uh, observation. So it's exposed. Harmony is actually my imaginary friend. Yes, and you all get to hear my voice because he uses what, like pixie dust or something. Um, how do you how do you do ventriloquism? this? Ventriloquism. 
Oh, well, that's that's better. Like Good job. Voice mod. It's pretty easy. That's I, was... I just record our comment. Like I record my bit and then I record your bit and then I put them together. I do a little mod on, on my voice to make it sound like you. Bada bing, bada boom. Boom. Big bada boom. Big bottom boom. Big bada boom. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, my goodness. Okay. Prior to his death, Cobain... Where was I? Where was I? Prior to his death, Cobain had checked out of a drug rehabilitation facility and Mm. had been reported as suicidal by his wife, Mm. Courtney Love, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. the devil incarnate. I'm sorry. Incarnate. But I'm not. It's uh, it's very obvious where this is going. (laughs) Um, Cobain's persistent drug addiction, Mm -hmm. clinical depression, and handwritten suicide notes seem to be conclusive proof. Mm-hmm. Members of Cobain's family had noticed patterns of depression and instability in Cobain's before, in Cobain, not Cobain's, there's multiple of him, <laughs> in Cobain before he achieved fame. Cobain mentioned that the stomach pains from an undiagnosed stomach condition were so severe during Nirvana, Nirvana 1991's European tour that he became suicidal and stated that taking heroin was his choice, saying the heroin is the only thing saving me from shooting myself right now. Damn. You think maybe that was the heroin talking? You know, actually, <laughs> when I was writing it, I was like, you know, I, when someone, I think, becomes so addicted to, especially that severe of a drug, yeah. wouldn't you say anything to be like, I need this? Yeah, you, I'm like, like, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, I, I know I, he had complained, actually, if you look back on certain, mm-hmm. he had complained of having... Stomach, like abdominal and stomach I'm, pain. And I'm certain that he did have severe pains or, or p- pains that needed to be treated. Mm-hmm. But once you become like the subject of addiction, you really do will say anything or are willing to use any excuse to justify why you need to keep that thing in your life or why yeah. it's okay to keep that thing in yeah. your life. I need that. Yeah. I need to take this all the time. Um, and there, were, I'm sure there were other ways he could have gone about yeah. being treated for that yeah. pain, and like you, seeing a doctor. Exactly. Well, and you spin and you spin the thing so that you you. And I'm not tell, trying to speak ill of someone no, who's no, and you but you tell others that you're in control. You tell yourself that you're in control by saying, "No, I, I need this. So I, I'm doing this as a choice. I'm choosing to do this so I can treat myself, mm-hmm. not because I'm addicted, but just because I'm choosing to do this." And that gives the illusion of control and makes it feel And especially like, in their mind, they want to feel like they're in yeah. control. Right. They and don't it, want to feel like it's taking control of them. Right, and you want to feel like your actions are justified. And like you're choosing to, to do these things as, as a positive thing and not because you are addicted to it and it's slowly destroying you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now that we know that... Mm-hmm. Here are some suspicions and theories. Okay. So, Richard Lee was the first to object publicly to the report of suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, he was Seattle's public access host. And a week following Cobain's death, Lee aired the first episode of an ongoing series called Cobain Was Murdered. Now, just to say, you know, like, I'm not trying to sound like an ass. First of all, this is public access, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever, you were, like, what, 
not born at this time? <laughs> Public access. Uh, no, in 1994. Oh, no, I was definitely born at this time. Like six months old? <laughs> no, I was I was old enough to have watched television, not old enough to remember watching. So this. public access, you know what, obviously what. The, Correct, Okay. Yes. Can you just imagine. Somebody coming in and doing a segment? Yeah, I mean, like, by the way, he was murdered. No, I mean... On public access? I I don't think anyone really noted, but they definitely noticed because... Yeah, public access is like... Public access is one of those things where... It was like YouTube for TV. Yeah, but like crappier. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was the 90s. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. So it was like like people... Dude, I was wearing butterfly clips in my hair. Yeah. My and, mom was putting like jelly or she was telling me to buy like the jelly fucking sandals and stuff. Yeah. I was wearing bright vivid colors and Yeah, this is the nineties. Exactly. Yeah. This is, and this is the the earlier part of the nineties where like it was real weird. Because the eighties was still bleeding into it a little, little bit. A little bit, yeah, for sure. Like we were starting to go grunge, but we weren't quite there yet. Um, it was great. I, I when I as I got older and into more of the '90s, I was I got into more of the grunge stuff. Yeah, um, but but yeah, I mean, so public access, it, it's and anybody that goes that on there, case, they're they're not necessarily super credible. Like you're just like, oh, it's just some. Well, he definitely some got rando. Noticed. So he's claiming that there were he was claiming that there were several discrepancies in the police reports, several changes in the nature of the shotgun blast. Mm-hmm. We even acquired a video that was taped on April 8th from the outside of Cobain's garage, showing Cobain's body, I keep saying Cobain, Cobain's body, which she claims shows a marked absence of blood for what was reported as a point-blank shotgun blast to the head. Several pathology experts have stated that a shotgun blast inside the mouth results in less blood unlike one to the head now i'm gonna say one thing that mm-hmm. is like a i didn't write down but it's something that it's like a fast forward a little bit uh-huh. when i was watching some of this stuff um there's an electrician that actually found kurt cobain mm-hmm. and he said that um cobain's hair was like super neatly brushed and nice what I don't understand is if you put, you know, a gun in your mouth or anything, how would his head have been so fully intact? I guess it depends with on... the shotgun blast. Yeah, I would assume with a shotgun blast it would remove most of the back of his head. But, that being said, depending on the angle, it could have just removed most of his face. Um, it just depends on what, because it said it went in the mouth. So we don't know the angle yeah, on which way. I, I've actually seen there's a guy who actually su- I survived. Survived. And yeah. He basically just removed his face because uh, he angled it too high, and it just basically took out his like his nose. Yeah, I've seen that yeah. from like here and up. And and yeah, and so I mean, and it also depends on the caliber of the gun. It's a twenty. I'll get to there. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, that definitely is suspect. Is is a conclusive? I'm not saying that. I mean, we know he's no. passed away. We yeah. just we don't know the angle and everything. Yeah. So is it suspect? Yes. Is it? Does it immediately mean anything? No. What that brought people to think is that somebody close to him mm-hmm. did it. Okay. So, anyways, let's go to the major player 
in what has brought so much suspicion against somebody in his life. Okay, let's do it. Tom Grant. The main proponent to foul play surround Kurt Bain's death is Tom Grant, mm-hmm. a private investigator employed by Love. After Cobain disappeared from rehab, Grant was still under Love's employment when Cobain's body was found and came to believe he was murdered. So Grant came to to believe he was murdered? Yes, when he was employed by Love to first find him. So So she employed him to find Kurt? Yes. And then he ended up, like, because... Cobain was found, and he was still employed. He ended up finding out, like, basically, in his mind, enough evidence to believe he was murdered. Mm, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There are several components to his theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're welcome. Delicious. I know. Bottle I am a classy lady. She's, well, she's a... I'm a lady. Should I just carry I, I, on? I, I started to say she's at least one of those things, but I I, I don't believe in lying to, to our fans. Should I just carry on, then? Goodness. <laughs> gosh. Goodness gosh. Did you hear that? I heard something. Okay. Starting with creepy things in the house. Okay. Heroin levels in the bloodstream. Now, before I share this, mm-hmm. I'm going by what Tom has shared and it's like it has been shared. I got contradicting things. The only thing why it's contradicting about the amount of heroin that's that was in the bloodstream is because a autopsy report legally under the state law cannot be shared mm. because it's under protection. Yeah. So it's all gonna be like you know, but it was no matter what, it has been said it was absolutely an absurdly high amount you would now let me continue and then you can say your piece on this because i want you to at that point i want you to tell me what you think on this okay heroin levels in the bloodstream on april 14th 1994 the seattle post intelligencer sure i'm pretty sure that was yeah reported that cobain was high on heroin when he pulled the trigger. The paper reported that the toxicological toxicological (laughs) test that one, test determined that the level of morphine, which is the component in heroin, in his bloodstream was 1.52 milligrams per liter. And there was also evidence of volume plus other drugs. Yeah, he's taking some serious downers. There was one drug in his bloodstream that he actually did not like to take. Mm. You think that, like, maybe if you're going to kill yourself, though, you would maybe take No, like, he literally avoided it at all, to- all costs. Unless you were going to be like, I want to die. Let me take my least favorite drug. Now, Grant says that Cobain Wait, what, could what was not. The drug? I don't. Uh, some, oh, I just said a, like a. There were contra- again. There were con- when I was looking at videos. There yeah. were contradicting statements, gotcha, so I did gotcha, not gotcha. include it because I was not going to. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, Cobain could not have injected himself with such a high dose and still have been able to pull the trigger. Now that is one thing that's been a 
like consecutive thing that everyone on these theories believes. Basically, at this point, he's so fucked up. Because heroin is an instant, yeah. like it, well, it's it injected in the bloodstream. You know, like I've been, I've had to go to the hospital when I was, especially when I was sick, and I had mm. that. Like this, you feel they that, give you that morphine drip. Well, I, I can't have actual pure uh, morphine, but when they give you, let's or you know, Dilaudid and Demerol, it's an instant. You know, you have about maybe, maybe thirty to forty seconds. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, and this is heroin. Right. You know, like, the stuff at hospitals is a synthetic form. Yeah. This is, he's getting, like, pure, well, I'm assuming. All, all the fentanyl is actually. I'm just saying, whatever he's getting is a pure yeah. form. And he's getting, he had such high, plus he had other things in his body already. Yeah. So, and he was, it was high amounts. So he's. At that point, like he's already like his chest was probably tight. Sure. He was definitely he's probably passed the fuck out. There's no way he could have picked up and operated this shotgun, been able to focus. Now there's so much more I'm gonna get into. Yeah, you don't shoot a heroin and then shoot yourself. You do one or the other. Exactly. Exactly. Onward. Because he also okay. I'm like, eh, okay. Onward. Onward, Steed. Instead of Steve. Steed. I like it. Don't get used to that. I'm just being kind right now because I love this taste. Of beer. For sure. <laughs> it's beer, man. Oh, God. Okay. So... Grant does not believe that the heroin is what killed him. He suggests that it was used to incapacitate him before the shotgun blast was administered by administered. the perpetrator. <laughs> I love it, like a drug. I'm just going to give you a little shotgun blast to the face. You're not going to feel a thing. You're no. already so high. I'm going to numb you up real good first. Yeah, you're going to be, you're just going to, you're just going to be all like, And Whoo! then I'm going to blow your brains out. Not in the fun way. Wow, that just got so dark. But yeah, I mean, that's basically, you know, at least the person was kind enough to be like, you're going to be so high. Yeah, it was a, right? I mean, there was some degree of mercy in that murder. Some. Yeah, I mean, she could have just shot she or he. (laughs) I like how you went right into she. Could, I mean, you know, you just assume things, I guess. Um, Could have just pulled out a shotgun and shot him in the face. I mean, yeah, you're just like, well... Goodbye. Like, you know, he comes so he's like, honey, I'm home. And then somebody blasts him in the face. You know, if if you came home and somebody wanted to kill you, they all they have to do is break in your home, sit in your living room with a shotgun, wait till you open the door and blast your face off. Well, I'm not a famous singer of a band. Not yet. <laughs> and that is my next And that's one. And that's I'm Harmony's uh, announcement. She's dropping her EP next April? April 2020. Wow. Moving along. So, (laughs) we're going to move along to the suicide note. Okay. Okay. Grant was given access to the suicide note while working for love. Mm -hmm. He photocopied it. Grant believes that it was, and this note, by the way, also has been shared all over because of him. 
Grant believes that it was actually a letter written by Cobain announcing his intent to leave love, Seattle, and the music business. I can't stop burping. I am so awesome. Grant says that no the lines... You have all the boys lined up. I know. It's it's like my mating call, I think. Mm-hmm. You burp and then uh, they slide right into your DMs. Woo! Grant says that the lines at the very bottom of the note separate... Separate, separate, I'm like, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> separate from all the rest are the only ones implying suicide. Mm. Which, if you actually look it up, it, it they are super, like, different. Like the handwriting changes? Oh, yeah, we'll get to that, too. Okay. Um, and they're, like, pulled away. Yeah. It's not like somebody that just, like, you can, you can even look at my handwriting. Even when I'm in a hurry, my handwriting is still... Very much just like my handwriting. It has a, right. It just it's just faster. To it, yeah. So, and I have very different handwriting. So it would it's yeah. someone would have to extremely study mine. Yeah. No. There's um and there's experts that that. Yeah, we're gonna can, get to the experts. Yeah. So. Um. So from all the rest, still anyone's playing suicide. Okay. Dateline NBC sent a copy to four different handwriting experts. One concluded that the whole note was in Cobain's handwriting, while the other three were inconclusive, possibly due to it being photocopied. While two other experts did find, this is separate, Mm -hmm. two other experts did find the bottom four lines very suspicious. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. You can do a remix again if you'd like to. I don't remember the remix. Okay. Dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, okay, don't ever do that again. It's so weird. <laughs> that was remix part two. Yeah, it's it's just it doesn't fit. It seems more like a uh like a like a Pink Panther or Inspector dun. Gadget is like walking dun, and tiptoeing dun. slow Yeah. Dun dun. Dun dun. Yeah, that's like a nineties cartoon walk. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've established that one. Yeah, like they like their toes like pick up like disgustingly far off the ground. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, yeah, we yep. got that. No, I got I, I I completely visualized that. Thank you. You're so welcome. That's what I'm here for. That's why I'm the oldest. That's why you're the oldest. It's totally why I'm the oldest. Not because you were born much much. I can't help it that much, my parents much did it when they sooner. did, and then I happened to be like surprise. Surprise. Okay. Surprise, motherfucker. Exactly. You said that to your dad as you came Because it was out. like Samuel L. Jackson style. Oh my god. <laughs> you got jokes. Okay. <laughs> the shotgun. The shotgun. A 20 gauge Remington Model 11 mm-hmm. was not checked for fingerprints until May 4th, 1994. Almost a month later. That seems weird. I mean. That seems like somebody, somebody dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's just the murder weapon. It's fu- or you know suicide weapon, I guess. I liked the first option. Yeah. So, four latent prints were lifted, but they were not usable. The shotgun was inverted on Cobain's chest with his left hand around the barrel. Pretty fair. Is he left-handed or right-handed? Dad, I did not seem to happen to look up, because you know. I'm curious. You Google that? Because if I was going to shoot myself... and I was, Wouldn't you use the correct hand? I would uh, probably use my right hand for the trigger. Yes. My left hand to stabilize it. 
Yeah. Because if I was going to shoot a gun, that's how I'd do it, but now I'm reversing it around still. So it still kind of works that mm-hmm. way. Um, you use your dominant hand to pull the trigger. Correct. So, um, that way there's no mistakes. Correct. So was he left or right-handed? You're going to Google that, correct? I don't know what I'm Googling. Was Kurt Cobain left-handed or right-handed? I don't know how to use Google. I just told you. You go to google.com and search. Okay. Um, then there's... Weirdly enough, he <laughs> he played with his left hand, but he was right, right-handed mostly. Like... Like during did he his, strum with his left hand, or did he use his like play chords? Like he strummed with his left hand. He played a left. He played an inverted guitar. Okay. But on his regular day to day life, he was right handed, according to my quick Wikipedia search. Okay. So apparently, he was ambidextrous to an extent. Because so he's like me, where he, he I can paint with both hands, but right. I'm dominantly I will use my right hand. Correct. So he's right hand dominant. So if people were to walk in and see me painting, they might assume I'm left handed. Right. So maybe it's still a mystery whether or not he would shoot with his left or his right hand. Because if he is doing something that's skill-oriented, maybe he, he's left-hand dominant, like when he plays guitar. Mm. That one is... Mm, no. So it's, uh, it's up in the air. That's true. Okay. Now, the Rome incident. Okay. One um, in Rome. You yeah, shoot your gun. Well, okay. <laughs> Just on March third, nineteen ninety four, this is what, not even a month before? Yes. Well, about a month before. On March third, nineteen ninety four, Cobain was in a coma in a hospital in Rome. His management agency, Gold Mountain Records, remarked he took too many painkillers accidentally due to influenza and fatigue. After his, because you know that's what I do. Yeah. You know, uh, I fancy mine. Mine are just usually Tylenol, but yeah, he probably was feeling fatigued from all the drugs and got influenza because his immune system was weak from all the drugs, and then he decided to take more drugs to try to remedy it. Exactly. You know, that's that seems like the common thing. I mean, that's what I do. That's isn't that what everybody does? What you don't realize is is I am super high on codeine right now. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's uh you're doing pretty well for it yeah that's it's because i have an extremely high tolerance i'm i'm pretty shocked seriously if yeah. you hadn't told me i wouldn't have known yeah so kudos kudos you remember kudos bars oh my god yes what the fuck happened to those they were actually probably proven to be really bad for you because they were just high in you, fucking sugar you want to know a, a story a side note story uh when i was a kid uh one time just because I was a kid and I am just a little monster, I guess. I um, ate a kudos bar without taking it out of the wrapper. You left the shell on it. No, no, no. I ate. That's what I'm saying. You left the shell on it. But I ate the shell. You ate the whole thing with a wrapper on it? Yes. Didn't you fucking realize this is not smart to do? It didn't stop me. How did you? I bet your shit was probably fucking great. Did you like bleed? My mom caught me like all like I had pretty much almost finished the whole thing, and she was like, "Where's the rest of the wrapper?" And I was like, "I ate it." No wonder you're special. She panicked for sure, but um. 
You I, just wanted that freaking sugary goodness. I don't remember. Yeah, I just, I think, I think what had happened is I was little enough where I couldn't open it by myself. So that was part of when she, like, I was, like, sitting on the floor. Like, I had gotten it out. Like, she put it on the lower shelf of the pantry. So smart. I had, yeah, not smart. But, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I couldn't open it on my own. So I think in her mind, she's thinking, I'm not able to open the wrapper. I can't eat it by myself. Oh, my God. My mind was, I can't open the wrapper. I'm just going to go I'm for it. I'm just going to eat through it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so just... How come once you got the, like, once you took that first bite, you didn't just push the bar up? I don't know. Like a, like a popsicle, like a kudos popsicle. I don't know, but I ate, like, at least half of it before she caught me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you're so spe- You probably still have that paper lodged in your brain somewhere. Yeah, it's, uh, it was, like, some sort of tinfoil. Oh, I'm, I'm sure goodness. that it caused permanent damage to my insides. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. There are like leftovers in there. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Like part of your intestines is just wrapped up. Just yeah. so every time you go to like through any like TSA machine or anything, you're just Beep. getting like fucking yeah. heated up a little bit. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I've never had an MRI. I can't wait for that. Hopefully so it just comes with, like, fucking flying yeah. out? It's like, what is that, a kudos bar wrapper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do All they right. even make those still? Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> They're like, good news, you're not dying. Bad news is part of a kudos wrapper is stuck in your body. And you're like, oh, no, don't worry about that. That's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah no, it's been there for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's normal. Yeah. That's part of me. <laughs> that's just, that's, that's, that's part of who stuck. I am. Yeah, that's, it's part of my identity it's, And then it'd point. be like, well, we're going to take it out. Like, can I keep it? And they're just looking at you like, What? That's you. Can you put it in a jar for me? Yeah, and you're like, I need to name it now. Kudos. I'm very creative. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, creativity is my speciality. Yeah, a speciality. Yes. Okay. Back to the task at hand. I, uh, the task at hand is actually taking a brief break because I think both of us need a a refresher. I I think I have to pee. When I say I think, I definitely have to pee. Right. She's, She's unsure about whether or not she has to pee. And so we're going to take a quick break to figure out whether or not she has to pee. No, I definitely have to pee. (laughs) Spoilers. We'll be right back. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) pee. Be right back. Bye. Okay. Can you move your fat leg? It's not really fat, but can you move it? Wow. Fucking rude. I quit. It's not not fat. I quit. Just kidding. I, uh, unfortunately, part of the contract. You actually can't quit either. Yeah, part of the contract is I can't quit. That's okay. Uh, you actually have insane job security. I read some of it, and I can't fire you. And ooh. I can't. When I got to that line, I was like, "The fuck, bro." Yeah, the fuck, bro. Uh, she unfortunately got to that line after she signed it, <laughs> so you know, it's legally binding. So, anyways, I still haven't gotten to about having a, a freaking lawyer. But anyways, so we got ooh. to the due to influenza and fatigue, he was supposedly taking all these painkillers. So, okay. after his death. Love claimed that his overdose in Rome was a suicide attempt, telling Rolling Stone's David Freak, Frick, 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 David 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 Frick, that's how he talks all the time. She's constantly putting on a fake American accent. You can hear it in the way she pronounces words. It's, it's so true. He took 50 pills. He probably forgot how many he took. But 
There was definitely suicidal urge. He just kept gulping and gulping and gulping. That was my Courtney Love impersonation. See, to me, that I felt like that was like your shitty. Oh, wait, that was impression. gobbling. I meant gobbling and gobbling uh, and gobbly yeah, gobbling. He's, he's gibbly gobbling. <laughs> I felt like that whole reading though was like a crappy impersonation of SNL's crappy impersonations of people. <laughs> You're like a Saturday Night Live when like they're like they're gibbly gobbly gobbling. They're like bad acting intentionally, and you were like impersonating their bad acting. You're welcome. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. If you guys need an actor, I fucking got you. She's your man. Right. Fuck off. She's the man. Fuck that's you a, too. That's a that's, a, that's a movie. A movie. That's. I won't say it's a classic. That was a lie. That's a. That's why I said that's a movie. It's definitely a movie. It was definitely. Uh, it definitely was in theaters at some point. <laughs> For sure. Okay. So, Dr. Osvaldo Gelata. Gelata? Gelato? He sounds delicious. <laughs> True. <laughs> Contested the claim that the Rome overdose was a suicide attempt. He, as he was the doctor who treated Cobain. Uh-huh. We can usually tell a suicide attempt... This didn't look like one to me. Gelato. Damn it. Gelata. Gelato. Gelato. <laughs> Full speci- Italian ice. <laughs> Fucking yes. Was specifically denied. Also specifically denied that 50 pills were removed from Cobain's stomach. So. Before I continue there. That right there says. That love lied. Yes, yeah, she clearly misinterpreted the dosage. 50 pills is... No, sick. she just fucking lied. Exactly. Well, 50 pills is definitely a suicide attempt. No, you're not listening to me. She fucking made that up. That's what I'm saying. Is 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 when you say 50 pills, that's clear... Like, that's, no, like it wasn't removed from his stomach. That's what I'm saying. When you say 50 pills, that is a very clear indicator that it's a suicide attempt. Nobody consumes 50 pills of, of any kind of relatable strength with the or I have 50 pills at all now the one thing that I did not include mm-hmm. is she said a pill mm-hmm. like she actually said a pill mm-hmm. that I'm not going to include because mm-hmm. you all can find it and it's one of the same drugs that was found in his bloodstream just a month later and it's one of the drugs that he does not like mm-hmm. So you know what drug it is? I do. You lied to me earlier. Are you Courtney Love? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I like to go in hiding. So if I turn up soon uh, with uh, a suicide note and a, f- a hole in my face that is not my mouth or my nose, um, you know, it was murder. <laughs> <laughs> because. And I all of a sudden start singing really shitty fucking music called Garbage. Yeah. Well. Well, okay, all right, so I'm going to stop you there because I actually don't hate Hole. Uh, Hole is actually not that bad. It, it, it wasn't that great she, either. No, they had some good, they had some good songs, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contest you there. Okay. She might have been a murderous, insane human being. Yeah. But, but she, or at least she was at least capable of putting love. I know some of the songs, but she wasn't that fantastic. I mean, given the genre of music... You don't have to be an amazing singer or anything. I think the music they put several out, though, bands can definitely prove that one, but the music was still pretty. <laughs> but good. no, I, I I definitely feel like the music that her band put out was good. Whether or not she was the main talent behind it, well, she definitely wasn't. 
Probably not, but she was singing still, so she definitely was there. Is that what we call it? I actually enjoy quite a few of their songs, so I'm going to say um, I disagree with you on that. That's fine. But that's just music taste in terms of actual... Uh, you were also, like, one. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't listening to it at the time. <laughs> You know, there's, you know, just like I listened to the Beatles, but they fucking broke up before, like, you like, were 30, born. like over 30 years before I was born or 20, 20 years. I can't math. No, you can't. Um, they broke up like 20 years before I was born. So, I mean, fuck it. You know, fuck it, whatever. There's a clock up there shaking. Yeah, there is a clock. Um, I don't see. Look, 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 shaking. look, look, look. Yeah, um, I don't actually see what you're pointing at okay it's probably because he was he was scratching i'll go with that okay so um it's uh okay okay cramp believes love slipped the pills into cobain's drink now what i did not include and then i remember is the excerpt from it is that he believes that when they were in rome Mm -hmm. she put like kept putting this drug like the, which are pills, into his, I think it was like champagne or something, whatever, it was a drink. So maybe constantly. He was, so he, was so like he so did not realize already. that he was just constantly ingesting this amount. Right. And it, well, and as somebody who probably maintains a steady buzz all the time, mm-hmm. it probably isn't that hard. I mean, he's literally, he's already drinking. He's probably already doing uh, numerous other drugs, which are also yeah. downers. Um, the more downers you're on, the harder it is to realize how fucked up you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he, that's definitely possible. He yeah. probably didn't realize it was an attempted murder because he probably just thought, ah, oh, I just did a bunch of drugs and got fucked up. Mm-hmm. So and it but, ended but up being a failed So we're thinking that her, was a failed attempt. So then it looked like a suicide attempt. Yeah, was, but it, the, the, the doctors even stated it did not come across like that at all. No, it just looked like an accidental overdose. Yeah, she put it out there as a potential suicide attempt. So the next time... Or so, A, to cover She didn't tracks. say that it was until later, after he died. Really? Because no doctor said this that is, it was. This is the part where I rub my make-believe villain beard. Hmm. Really? Hmm, okay, now I'm going to introduce a new player into the game. Player two. Player. This is like player four. Player four. Rosemary Carroll. gangbang now. Remember this, because she's going to come up a little bit more later. So, mm-hmm. Rosemary Carroll. Grant spoke to Cobain's attorney. She's also, like, they're like the, she's like the family attorney, right. but she's more with Cobain here. Right. So, Rosemary Carroll at her office on April 13th, 1994. She said Cobain was not suicidal. That Cobain had asked her to draw up a will excluding love. That he was planning to file for divorce. Now, this has come up again. This has done up a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But people knew he was going to file for divorce. Divorce. He's filing for divorce. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want to divorce. So, <laughs> I almost said curl. <laughs> Damn it! Carol also provided Grant with a hand, with hand with a hand wait with a hand job with <laughs> <laughs> with a handwriting practice note that was found in Love's backpack 
that was left at her home. The only thing about this, which I've heard, I've read about this, is that that means that Carol went through. Let me finish. Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, we'll finish this. Part. That was left at her home. It's been said that the handwriting on this practice note looks very similar to the last four lines on Cobain's suicide letter. Now, this means that Carol had to go into Love's backpack mm-hmm. and find it? Mm, maybe. Isn't that... Can you show what the weird movement's over here, buddy? Doesn't that mean that... Like, isn't that a little... Like, what was she just like, I'm gonna go searching for some shit? Maybe she was suspicious of her at this point. Maybe she had dropped some hints. Like, you almost dropped that? Because like almost... you're doing your weird fucking no, movements? I had my... So I had my hand on my leg, and it just, like, slid down on the other side inadvertently. Um, accidentally, of course. Anyway, um, I didn't spill it, by the way. Okay. Uh, but no, maybe she was suspicious. Maybe she's like, ah, I think you might have killed him. Yeah, okay. I'll, um, I'll give you that. Or whatever, you know. Okay, so, introducing. Great with my word. Introducing. Introducing, but introducing is the better word for that one. BT-dubs, I think uh, doctors have a pretty uh, common habit of not trusting drug addicts. He still trusted him enough to know that it wasn't intentional. In in the sense where, I mean, that may, you have to keep in mind, Courtney Love was also a drug addict. It's also, that may have been where that initial mistrust came from, and then she started telling lies. Doctor goes, hmm. No, he said that it was not a suicide attempt. I What I'm saying is is that's why the doctor may have got through Courtney's stuff to retrieve. This is the attorney. Wait, the attorney? The backpack, yeah. This is, uh, Rosemary Carroll was Cobain's attorney. Yes. And, yeah. I am dumb. We know this. Okay. Introducing a new, another player into the another scenario. One? Yes. There's too many players now. So many. Now I understand why nobody can solve this murder. Ugh. Well. Suicide. Murder suicide. <laughs> filmmaker. What did I write? There was a filmmaker. Okay. Well, I, it's it's Nick Broomfield and I put Nick Yield. Because apparently I, it, it's Nick Broomfield, but I put Nick Yield because I was like, let's just merge this together. That's what most people do nowadays, I think, right? Apparently. Okay. Need to, okay. She's doing a thing? Uh, my phone was just being, it's doing whatever it wants. It's going off. Decided to investigate the theories himself, talking to people associated with Cobain and Love. Okay. He also spoke with the mentors band the mentors band leader Eldon Hawk 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 Can I see this? H O K E Hulk 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 Not Hulk Hulk Oh that's sexy <laughs> Oh my god So I'm Go sorry. away <laughs> He claimed that love had offered him 50k to kill Cobain. Although, hook. <laughs> Sorry, love. You need to spit up more cash than that. Get talking, it? Because yeah, I did it. what spit I did. Spit it up. Six figures or more. Although he claimed he knew who killed Cobain, mm-hmm. he did not mention a name. 
and offered no evidence. However, he mentioned speaking to someone named Alan, who we now know is Alan Wrench, before... Alan Wrench? <laughs> Alan Wrench? I just caught that. <laughs> That's the most bullshit made up name I've ever heard. Before, I didn't, that didn't, that went over my head. Yeah. Before quickly interjecting, I mean, my friend, then laughing, I'll let the FBI catch him. Broomfield captured ho- hoax, hawks, what'd you call, what'd you say it was? Hook. Hook. I'm sorry, I was, I was, no, no. That's not hook. What? Hook is H-O-O-K. I'm sorry, I was yawning. Hoak. Hoax. Final interview. As he died days later when he was struck by a train in the middle of the night. Struck by a train? <laughs> in the middle of the in night. In the middle of the night? Yeah. What an insane death. I mean, he was obviously was just like, I'm going to go for a walk in the middle of the night on these fucking beautiful oh, train these tracks. train tracks and just get fucking hit by a goddamn I mean, I don't train? know about you. We're in Polk County. We have so many train tracks. I've always wanted to go for a fucking walk on the yeah, train tracks. Yeah, but you know what happens when you walk in the train track? You see a train well before it comes. Okay, well, you know what's really great is today my friend actually Going up posted... Going shooting up on a train or something? Because it's the only fucking way. No, my, my friend posted... ever die on a train track. My, my friend posted this, like, motivational thing, and he was on train tracks, like, climbing, and it was, like, posting this weird angle. You know the first thing I thought? What? You better get the fuck off of those tracks before a train goddamn comes. Yeah, but you know what happens with train tracks? You can see it on the train track, and you can see the train well before it comes. In order for you to die on a train track, that shit's intentional. For sure. One way or another. So this, it was just weird that he said what he said, and then a few days later, he's fucking dead. Yeah, no, no, you don't just randomly die on train tracks. That's that's some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Either he was doing an insane amount of drugs, which I'm going to say probably not, or somebody led him to those train tracks. And murdered the fuck out of him. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god, you with that horrible just... Remix part three. <sighs> so, another a few things that I did not write down, but I, I have from all my stuff, is mm-hmm. they never actually found real fingerprints on anything. Not on the note, not on the gun, nowhere in the room. That's suspicious. That's like as suspicious as. And he had no gloves. Like on him, Kurt. Now another so thing. There were no no fingerprints on the note. Not on like this. On I'm gonna a I'm gonna write. I will. Note. This will be in here, like the one I'm gonna read. Yeah. But I just want you to know this: that there's there's no fingerprints. They they found those like un like whatever. But right. um, not on not the note, nothing. But that was like a and single then the set pen, of fingerprints, right? No, like they were sets. like, like a. That's what I'm saying. There's there was four unidentifiable fingerprints, and then no other fingerprints. None. And then the this the note was stabbed with a pen, like in or on something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you would think there'd be something, and he wrote it then, right. which means the pen would have something. Right. 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 And also. Um, they say that the door was, like, the police report says that the, or the electrician, I'm sorry, says that the door was completely jammed Hmm. up, and that, like, that there was, like, he had to, like, push it in or something. Now, the stool the picture was taken of, 
is a little fucking flimsy ass bar stool. Not even like a bar stool that you would see at like a bar. It's like a shitty fucking bar stool. Uh-huh. And it's one of those like door locks that is just like it's flimsier than my bathroom fucking lock. Okay. So, and that's been proven. Tom Grant even talks about this shit. Like, you can literally probably, like, hit it really hard with, like, your shoulder to get in there. Even with the, And the, the stool is, like, has, a like, a little crack down it. Or, like, and, like, a few of the little um, legs are just broken some. Hmm. So, it wasn't like it was fully fucking nudged. Yeah. Now... Someone would have just had to get out through a window and close it because they weren't locked. Yeah. So it's it's not that hard. Sounds pretty simple. So that's not that hard. There's so much easy prep with that. And he was in the quote-unquote greenhouse over the garage. Hmm. So there's so much easy things that could have been done. Now, I'm going to tell you the theory behind... What or why people there's yeah okay but yeah so okie dokie I love it I know I, I I'm very no, good at the, the church was, singing there absolutely gorgeous thank you yeah please don't ever do it again <laughs> it was just so special if it was a one time thing yeah if you it ever if it. you ever did that again it would just take away from just how beautiful that was and how unique and, and amazing no it was. I understand I so get please it please never replicate that sound. I never will. It it was a, it's a memory forever now. It's it's to be cherished. Yes. Absolutely cherished. Cherished forever. Forever. Now, before I share with you this theory, I want to share with you something that came out in the news a little bit ago that people are not really talking about. Yeah, define a little bit ago. I don't remember. Well, like we're talking like just a few years ago. Okay, so we're... Like 2016. Okay, so we're talking within the last decade. That's usually what 2016 means. <laughs> I just meant like... You're really bad at math. How the fuck are you my accountant? Not in the 90s, not in the 2000s, but in the 2010s. Yeah. Great way to put that. So, Loudwire News. Mm-hmm. Francis Bean Cobain. Uh-huh. You know, love and yeah, Kurt's they're... daughter. Oh, girl. Oh. Her ex-husband, Isaiah Silva, is suing Courtney Love. Silva claims Love entered into a conspiracy with several people to break into his home, beat him, kidnap him, and try to murder him so they could gain possession of Kurt's legendary guitar. Now, wow. here is something about that, which I did dig into. Two people that know Love actually did... Pretend to be police officers, gain access, and attack him. Wow. Were they arrested? I believe so. Wow. That's kind of crazy. You know, and, and So I, we know she's a little unhinged. Yeah. Well, and I think it's very telling of the kind of person that she is that after some 20 plus years, I guess in this case around yeah, just over 20 years, um, that she still is capable or potentially capable of doing something so over the top and, and literally crazy um, because you know a lot of times when people have like crimes of passion or crimes where they're like wrong place wrong time they 
have some sort of mental breakdown and then they just try to cope with it and they try to hide it because they're trying to cope. But somebody who's truly mentally unstable. You know her and David Grohl didn't talk for a long time after Kurt's death, right? Oh, I'm sure not. And then they just started speaking again. Interesting. She made this big, like, elaborate, like, we're finally talking again. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure she did. But I think that's the thing. It's like people like that, it's very it's very telling of the kind of person they are because it, it lets you know that they, when that much time has passed after something horrible has happened, even if she, let's say she was in a situation where, may, let's, let's I'm going to make up a scenario really quick. This is not in any way asserted to be true in any way. But let's say. Disclaimer. They were, yeah, disclaimer. Let's say that they were in a horrible relationship. They were. He was hor- Let's say he was horrible to her. Okay. Let's say after every show they would go home, get fucked up, and he would beat the shit out of her. That's definitely not true. And I don't think that's true at all. There's no evidence to indicate that in any way. But let's just say that they were in a scenario where she felt completely trapped, and she snapped one day and said... I swear to God, if that comes out, because she's like this, yeah. whatever, I'm going to yeah. laugh my ass off. And then she fucking murders the shit out of him because she's like, I just can't take it anymore. I can't take the abuse anymore. He's a drug addict and he beats the shit out of me all the time. Fuck this guy. Um, and she kills him. At that point, as a normal human being, after she starts to cope with the passing, after she starts to cope with everything and starts to try to get over all the things that are happening... She would probably not uh, try to engage in more psychopathic behavior or more uh, intense, uh, violent behavior because she's trying to separate herself from it. That was something, an act of desperation, uh, where she, you know, that's something she has to cope with now and has to deal with the emotional burden that is taking somebody's life. But... Well, I know she was known to have violent outbursts. Somebody who is maybe uh, not quite mentally stable, maybe somebody who is either a sociopath or a psychopath or whatever, um, if they remain that person, if they are that person... Yeah, they can't break free of it. They They don't don't even see wrong in their doing. Time does not change those kinds of people. And you see that. So if something literally 24, 25, I guess maybe 22 years later, whatever, happens where she does something just as crazy, where she literally tries to have uh, her, her, I guess, what son-in-law, or would-be son-in-law, killed. Yeah. Um, over something as, as just something that's like, not even... And it's a guitar that was gifted to him. Right. Something that maybe she... Well, Which I'm sure, I'm, I mean, possibly, I'm sure in the divorce, but, they could have probably asked for that back in the proceedings well, or something. And I think it's probably a matter of possessiveness at that point. Oh, because, for sure. Because of that like there, What I'm going to read to you is so much about... There, there's so many things I'm about to read to you that yes. make her just... And I'm, I'm sorry, but like, since... Granted, I was seven. Mm-hmm. But as like I got older and... When I, I started getting into a lot of that kind of music as mm-hmm. I got a little bit older, yeah. like the moment I turned probably like 11 or 12, I was a lot more into that kind of music. You know, I was definitely into that stuff. And as I, like I, when I got into more of that 
and Nirvana became something I really listened to. Mm-hmm. I was like, why are they not putting out more stuff? Okay, and then I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And then there was Food Fighters, and that's when I learned that yeah. David Grohl was from Nirvana. Yeah. And I had learned that Courtney Love had been his wife. Mm-hmm. And initially I was like, oh, that's so sad. And then I started to like talk to friends and they were like, stuff, like oh, I'm pretty sure stuff doesn't it. add up. But I was young that it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. And as I got a, more old, more old, more older, I was just like, this doesn't, this does not seem right. Things are not, even my yeah. mom was a little and yeah. So. Well, I think that's one of those things is like, it's such a popular idea, even for people who don't do the research. When something is that off, where like everybody's just like, hmm, and then there's no conclusive like person coming out going, no, 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 here's all the evidence. You guys are all wrong with your conspiracy. Tom Grant is the main one, but. But there's nobody coming out. The thing is, is there's. Well, they think the cops are even hiding things because. And and there's, the thing is, is it's not that there's a major counter evidence. It's literally just nobody talks about it. It's not like there's this big, like, oh, no, 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 that that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Here's all the stuff that that can counter all those arguments. It's like, this is what we ruled. So let me go into this and Mm -hmm. then we'll talk about all that. So the number one theory that no matter what people break down, no matter who they think did what, is that Courtney Love had a hand in it no matter what. No matter what. Whether or not she actually physically did it. Exactly. Now, let me go into this. Uh-huh. Due to the possibility of the claims made, I'm sorry, due to the possibility of the claims made of the possibility of the divorce uh-huh. going about. Right. This was said by so many people that he wanted to divorce her. So do you think there's a possibility where she... Where uh, there's, I'm like, uh, there, before, okay. let me... All right, all right, all right, all right. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Due to the possible will rewrite, which means she would lose everything except he was going to give her a settlement, mm-hmm. but nothing near right. what he, either she was, was still getting. Blowing the fuck up at this point. And I'm going to get to that near what she was getting currently. Mm-hmm. And okay, so let me continue. Still, if he died, she got all the rights to Nirvana's music. Photos, anything has to do with Kurt, mm-hmm. um, that he's that is under her. She's made millions off of his music since he has passed. Anything that has to do with him, I mean, at, like anytime, Nirvana just anything, merch. yeah, anything. And she, I mean, she's literally just. And the worst part, not the worst in like a bad way, but she kind of blew up. After he passed. Mm-hmm. Because everyone was like, oh, the poor grieving widow. Yeah. Hole become a lot more popular. Yes. After he died. So she sat pretty. Yeah. Um, another thing, she was informed that her husband, Kurt, had gone missing when he left the rehab center. She was asked if she wanted to come home. But she said she had business to attend to in L.A., what kind of wife is told that her husband left and is on quote unquote possible suicide watch? Somebody who uh, needs an alibi. 
Exactly. Oh, yeah, no, I have to... Which I'm going to get to. LA, which is totally probably... This is what I'm getting to next, is the alibi. Ooh, here it goes. She was arrested in LA the day before his body was found for phoning in her own quote-unquote overdose. Some truly believe this was to establish an alibi. She phoned in a fake overdose the day before he died? Yep. Now that is suspicious as fuck. Yep. Like... Like, almost damning to me. Somebody phones in a fake alibi and gets caught on it the day before their their spouse gets murdered. After they ignore blatant evidence that their spouse is missing somewhere. Mm. Fun fact, I totally spelled alibi wrong because I was sitting here like, what the fuck? I put alibi. How'd you spell it? (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely not correct. Uh, you know what else is not correct? How bad I have to pee right now. Um, so uh, we're going to take like a moment. Just one moment because we're we we got more. We're so close. We've almost finished, so to speak. Gross. Gross. We'll be right back. Yes. Okay, so we established that she tried to make an alibi. Mm-hmm. All right. And we said that there were no, now there were no, like I said, legible fingerprints on the suicide note, the shotgun, the shotgun shells, the box of shotgun shells, or the pen. Which is a lot of things to not have fingerprints on. Yeah. Which means somebody had to do something and wear gloves or wipe everything fucking clean. Yeah, like either he wore gloves and then somehow took them off after, after he blew his brains out. Yeah. Or somebody came through after and was like, oh, I better clean this place out before anyone gets here and sees a dead body. Oh, I'm going to get to how... Okay, so... Yeah. Okay, ready? Yep. Oh, I am ready, mister. I'm ready. Mister? Mister. Yep, we'll go with that one. So, like, not... This is before he passed away. Okay. Courtney Love... He passed, by the way. He he either killed himself or he got murdered. I'm going to lean toward murder. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, passing is like, oh, he died laying on the bed. Okay, before his untimely death. I like that. Okay, you're welcome. It's classy. Yeah, because I'm a classy lady, as we established earlier in this podcast. We established that you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Courtney Love called Rosemary Carroll and asked her to get the meanest, most vicious divorce lawyer she could find. She even asked if the prenup could be voided. Mm. Yeah. She's trying to take all her shit. Yeah, because she was a materialistic, money-hungry... I'm just going to stop right there. She was materialistic and money-hungry. Isn't that right, Bastion? He said that's right, by the way. He has no idea what you're saying, but I'm going to say for sure. Sure. So, Kurt was also done touring. He was fed up with the business of the music industry and the pressure. He had no interest in money or material possessions. Mm -hmm. He walked away from a Lollapalooza tour, which actually angered Courtney. Mm. Like, that was a, I think it was like, I think some people have said it was like a $9 million offer that he said no, which caused... Courtney to flip a fucking gasket, blow a gasket. Blow yeah. a gasket. 
Not, not flip, flip a basket? That sounds good. She flipped a basket. <laughs> and blew a gasket. And blew a gasket. Like, she fucking lost it. Like, she was really angry about that. Yeah. Because all she saw was you walked away from the money. Cha-ching, Yeah. Motherfucker. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if the main reason she even went for Kurt was drugs and money. For sure. So. Um, Courtney canceled Kurt's credit card after he bought his ticket to Seattle from, I think he was in L.A. or something. Mm Mm-hmm. She canceled his credit card. So she had unfinished business in L.A. Mm-hmm. And then he flew from L.A. to Seattle. I'm thinking that's where it was. I didn't see, like, where I didn't read, like, that part. Right. I saw, but she canceled his, Bastion. Go lay down, bud. Go lay down. Go. Sorry, my dog gets really creepy and just stares. Yeah, it's getting very creepy. Courtney canceled his credit card, yet on the 6th, and the 8th, someone attempted to use it just hours before the body was found. Here's the weird part. Courtney, Courtney, the coroner, the coroner says Kurt died April 5th. The credit card was missing from Kurt's body. There were other cards there, and he even had like a hundred and something dollars on him. Uh-huh. Who the fuck used his card. Roman credit card use? On the 6th and the 8th. The 8th. Just hours before the body was found, somebody attempted to use it. Mm. Mm. Which makes me believe that Courtney told that person, yeah. use this card, there's plenty of money on it. Yeah. So maybe the first time it was attempted, she was like, I forgot to turn it back on. I'll turn it back on. Just give me X amount of time. It's going to take this amount of hours or this amount of or days. maybe if she was trying to, maybe she's trying to frame somebody. Yeah, use their credit card. I totally didn't cancel that credit card. Maybe that was her fallback. Somebody gets suspicious of her. She shifts the blame to somebody else. Like whoever, whoever did it, you know? I don't know. So somebody would have had to know to use take that card, mm-hmm. just that card, not the cash that was on him, not the freaking, because they could have taken the cash, not knowing that he would have had cash on him, because he's a fucking rock star. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. Like I, I don't ever have cash on me. Yeah. Ever, I don't have credit cards. Yeah. You know, it's just I have my own way of paying for things. That sounded bad. <laughs> so if you'd like to find out Harmony's own way of paying for things offer her your deal no but um she would love to give you her service no basically if I'm killed people are fucked because everything gets they can't touch my stuff oh they can touch your stuff alright that's nasty I'll make your money run it as a credit it's fine Courtney so Courtney called Monday April 4th and pretended to be Kurt's mother, filing a missing persons report. Wednesday, April 6th, Kurt had not been located yet, and Courtney told electricians to to start work on the lights at the greenhouse, which is where he was found, Mm 
at the Lake Washington residence. What the fuck? That, uh, I'm sorry, but everything adds up against her. There's, like, there's literally nothing so far that you told me where I've been like, well, like, yeah, no, I mean, that makes perfect sense if you're a murderer. <laughs> That's what I have. So, yeah, I mean, that, that that last part really gets me, too, because that last part is very much like... Like, she called them and was just like, hey, go ahead and go there. Yeah, he, since nobody had found him. Yeah, um, I know my husband's missing everything, but I really need some work done in this greenhouse. Wouldn't that be the last thing on your fucking mind? Uh, she has some unfinished business in a completely different uh, state, uh, but she, in the meantime, she goes, oh, you know what? I do need some work done in Seattle. Okay, I, so we're going to refill our drinks real fast, and then we're going to go over this. Yeah, final thoughts, final review. It's going to be great. Okay, we'll be right back. All right, so according to Steve, he's born ready. I was born this way. What are you? Is that Lady Gaga? It is. I'm on the right track, baby. Oh, my God. I was born this way. Oh, my God. I, I don't... Okay. I listen to Lady Gaga while I'm chopping up stuff. <laughs> Am I going to have to do a podcast about you someday? Maybe someday. But preferably not. We're, we're about to get into like weird, creepy, not, not because, unsolved mysteries that are, some not, of them are murder related. Not for any other reason that I will never admit to what you just said out loud. Okay. Any hoozles. So, what is your take? Did you believe that it was just suicide before this? I, I think there's so much... The thing is, is like... It, it just is very apparent to me. To me, I never fully believed it was suicide. Or or I think that... Even if there was um, an accidental overdose, I don't necessarily think it was suicide. I don't think... I don't buy into the suicide note. Um, even if it was an accidental overdose and she took advantage of a situation, I think that's that's at the very least what happened. I think at the very least, she went, I don't want to get caught being in the situation where I'm somehow liable for his death. Let me backtrack as much as possible. Um, and somehow as a fucking drug-induced maniac thought it was a good idea to shoot him in the face after he had injected a bunch of heroin. I don't think she pulled the trigger. I don't think she did that at all. But I think you're correct in that she... I think she used her ba- own fucking ba- money and her own manipulation. Correct. I and... think based off the evidence and based off of prior like supposed attempts, I think it looks like that she had been trying to, in the least conspicuous way get him out of the picture and it wasn't working and slowly escalated it. I don't think she wanted him out of the picture like the way like I don't I don't think she wanted I, the divorce think, because she would have lost everything. What I think that's it is I think that she didn't want him out of the picture until he said I want a divorce and that's when all the quote unquote suicide attempts started. When he said I want a divorce she thought oh god he's going to leave me I'm going to lose everything at this you know. Like what I sorry what I think uh happen is initially she was like okay then I'm gonna find the meanest turn and then maybe when she started talking to some people you know like he's like, gonna no, leave me 
well, besides that, you know, besides the prenup thing, yeah. when she was like, he's going to leave me and stuff, people are like, you're you're going to lose everything that you have. Yeah. You know, maybe people closest to her and stuff. And that's when it hit her that, oh, my God, this life that I have, what I've become to know, what is my life is yeah. no longer going to be my life. Yeah. And something snapped, which is what happens to you to see these regular cases mm-hmm. of people that, when I say regular, I mean still some people that are kind of wealthy or whatever. Yeah. And they don't, they're not fucking logical. They're, they're, they think, the idea of you know, they don't get away them. with it because yeah. they're not as the fucking I- whatever. Well, they don't have the kind of power, but I think the idea to somebody who has like some kind of wealth and it was never experienced something, or maybe they have experienced it in their youth, but now they've gone so long without experiencing it, uh, is, is experienced the idea of becoming poor or not being able to afford things. The idea of, like, I'm going to lose my success. I'm going to lose this she life. She was known as literally Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain's wife. Right. That's literally just how she and, always and, was described and, and, for and, a long time, not always. To to lose that sort of stardom... Or, or even on a lesser scale, to lose a sort of wealth out of the blue is, is very can be very shocking to the system and somebody who's maybe already mentally unstable, who maybe has, she's already shown that she's mentally unstable. She's already shown that she's a drug and addict. And he was beloved, and maybe he she was. also maybe she also didn't want to go. Maybe somewhere in her mind, she for maybe part of her when she was telling people, "I'm going to take him." Down, maybe that's why David Grohl didn't want anything to do with her for so long because of the fact that, like, she was like, Well, I'm gonna take him down, and like, the divorce. He was maybe, I'm not for sure because I don't know if he had, I don't think he had a hand in any of it, but maybe she told him, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go through with the divorce, you know, and I'll, I'll get a lawyer and go. Maybe David was like, Are you serious? Like, you're, you're gonna. Pull him down. Yeah. When everyone that talks about Kurt has nothing but great things to say about him. Yeah, he had his own issues. But he also, from day one, he never actually wanted fame. He just wanted his music out there. Yeah, a lot of it is mocking. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they did a lot of things that were very controversial. People forget that, like, um, during one performance that they did where where they were supposed to lip sync, they literally, they said, oh, they didn't want to. Initially, they refused, and they were like told they had to. So they literally went on stage and pretended in a very obvious way to play their instruments and sing their song, mm-hmm. where they were just literally just like, yep, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like, okay, yeah, we'll go, we'll do the show. And it was, you know, and but it, it's to show the fucking world how fake a lot of the industry yeah, well, is. And they, they just, they literally, that it really to me demonstrates that they. And that's a lot of the reasons he wanted out. He wanted yeah. out because it was no. He just he, wanted to make music. He didn't yeah. give a fuck about the fame or the fortune. And he didn't need it, the money. And the reason why he didn't want to give Courtney the money is he wanted to go to his fucking daughter. Yeah. Well, and he probably also realized them as long as, you know, he came Like, he really just wanted to make music. He didn't realize what the fuck was going to happen the the way it did. Where where they ended up getting, or almost getting divorced, where he decided he wanted to divorce her, it probably came to a point where he realized that she was off her rocker. And he was probably... And I think that she was using him. Trying, yeah, and he probably realized that, but 
Like if, if, if someone's pushing you to do what you don't want to do anymore and you're so unhappy and they're like, if you don't fucking do it, like that's not love. That's not marriage. That's I'm using you and you're going to do what I fucking say. And I think the hardest part of that is if he were, maybe he realized too, maybe the Romans, maybe it clicked that something didn't seem right. Well, yeah. And I think he was, he, I think he was probably very aware of that, but I think the thing that we we maybe forget to factor when we think about this whole thing is that somebody who's heavily on drugs, not just somebody who's doing a little bit of drugs, I'm saying somebody who's heavily addicted to heroin and hard drugs or opiates like this, they can be aware to an extent of something, but almost like being this fog where it's in the back of their mind because being high is their, their first and foremost thought. And they are high so often where it's like, like, that is a problem, but they can't address it because there's something else blocking and fogging. But also, that. how could he ever get clean if she was also as well? well? And that's the thing. But I think is is as much as she was using, I think she was probably using to a lesser degree. And so she, maybe she was using a lot. But no, because there's. Have you ever seen Soaked in Bleach? No, I I know I know Tom that Grant she's using. Would even say that he would be around her and she was so I know that high. she was fucked up out of her mind. But imagine somebody. Who can, and he went to rehab several times. She didn't for. But I think the I idea is long. that she probably somehow main, maintained enough coherence throughout the whole thing, or maybe it was just her money and power that allowed other people to continue. The, Have you ever seen the, the where she's like in public no, just I've, high of her no, fucking? My, my, at least Kurt. Like I'm not saying you know, but. You could, he would appear a, a, a bit more coherent mm-hmm. than she would. She mm-hmm. would literally be on, like, you could see her on, like, MTV yeah, and no, stuff. You see and how she would be she was. She was so, super sloppy. and he would be more just there. Well, At my, least he didn't open his mouth and my, say my things. My point, though, is, is that either she or somebody cooperating with her was coherent enough to keep him drugged up enough. To not be able to put those concerns in the forefront of his mind. So a normal person who is not who is fairly sober or, or maybe entirely sober is able to perceive those dangers and go, I need to get the fuck out of this because this person is going to fucking kill me. There's one thing that I forgot to mention. What's that? So there's a huge mistaken thing is that the gun that he quote-unquote used... Mm-hmm was one of his friends. Okay. And it's not. I don't understand. So there's the shotgun. Mm -hmm. Supposedly was one of his friends, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. He purchased the gun a bit before he went to rehab. Mm -hmm. And his friend did go with him. Mm -hmm. Now the question about this is, what is, not question, but this is a big thing, that has finally been like I don't know if you know this I think that recently it was possibly reopened and look is being looked into this is death again mm-hmm. is is it really a suicide that's the interesting thing about murder is uh, there's no statute of limitations exactly so what I was just looking at a thing on the floor over there oh my god don't scare me like that no I'm sorry so I don't know what it is though but it's fine but basically so he he went I think it was like 30 days or something before. Stop freaking me out and staring at stuff in my place. No, I just, I literally don't know what that is on your floor. Why did the chair there? 
The plug? Is that what that is? Yes. Underneath that metal chair, that's a plug? Yes. My eyes aren't very good, so... Okay, so listen. Um, he went and got a shotgun with his friend, and he got it for protection. Mm-hmm. The reason he got it is supposedly he believed that he could be in danger. Hmm. It wasn't the ramblings of a high person or anything. It was just because he believed his life could possibly be in danger, or, 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 and he needed it for protection. Or maybe it was somebody who was very high who suspected in the... No, no, but this is, kind of goes in line with what I was saying before. Tom Grant actually has proof of a lot of these things. No, but what I'm saying is is that, like, when you're somebody who's... But these are all going to the police, by the way, what he has proof of. Right, but what I'm saying is when you are somebody who is very high and you're doing a lot of these drugs, you have the suspicion in the back of your mind, you're not able to really iterate or maybe even formulate exactly what is threatening you. But, like... But even his friend... The only right. thing even said, even said that it was ju- it was for his protection because he believed his life was right. in but danger. Then, and that's what I'm. And his friend wasn't all this like major drug right. addict. No, no. And that's what I'm saying is like is like so if if if, right. But he as a person, why does he think he's in danger? Somebody tried to because he was telling people he was going to leave his wife. And she tried to kill him the first time. My point is, is that if he were a sober human being, and she had tried to kill him. Initially, he would have seen that immediately and been able to make a more direct address to that. Like, hey, some shit's going on. I need to get the fuck out and I need to lay low for a while. But instead, he's very drugged up, maybe because of her influencing his decisions, maybe because he's addicted to heroin, whatever it is. And he's this is his, like, basically muddled attempt, I think, in my perspective. Yeah. His muddled attempt at reaching out and saying... I don't know what it is, but there's. I feel like there's someone trying to hurt me. Yeah. And somebody who was sober may have been able to pinpoint what was trying to hurt him, but he was so fucked up from all the things he was ingesting, all the drugs he was doing, where he just he knew in the back of his mind that somebody was trying to hurt him. So he went, "I need to buy a gun. Someone's trying to kill me. I need to. I need to buy a gun. Someone's trying to kill me." And so that's what like his friend was like, "Yeah, we'll buy a gun. Yeah, we'll, well, you know, you'll be safe." And so that's that's the mindset that I see it as. And if you were sober, it would have been a much more pinpointed, like, no, like... Maybe don't go stay at that house. Right. Maybe go somewhere else, right. go in hiding. Or she would have had to have attempted to hurt him in some other way because he, if you were sober, the drugging him would have been very Because I'm sure they were probably... In, yeah. I'm sure that they were in contact before yeah. he went to rehab. And I'm sure absolutely. if... I'm sure there were things that she is not saying. No, absolutely. And I, th- and I think that's... Like, I'm sure his quote-unquote missing... Mm-hmm. Was I'm sure when he left, he was like, I'm going here, and I want to be left alone. Right, and she's like, yeah, okay. And then she reported him missing, or someone reported him missing. She co- contacted somebody to have him reported missing, went to L.A. to establish her alibi, and had somebody else show up and take care of the situation while he was high on drugs. Because she had done enough drugs with him to know... That at a certain point he would be very fucked up on heroin and be a very easy target to fuck up, set up a murder, clean up the crime scene, dip out, and say it's a suicide. And and just to me, like, the biggest thing is is his his lack of sobriety was the easiest thing to abuse. And 
the fact that he... Also, the way the stole looked, I want to say, too, is... Yeah. A lot of people even say it looks planted, hmm. like, by the police. Well, and he had so many, like, signs leading up to it, I think, that were just... Well, he actually, a lot of people say that he was happy but at I th- that point. I think... Like people, maybe, like maybe he, he was because he was starting to reach that point of closure. He, he was had, like, "I'm, I'm done. Went, I know my he, issues." He now. went through rehab. Like he was done with me. He he knew what he wanted. He at went that through point. He, rehab. He wanted to leave the industry. He wanted to leave his wife. He was like prob- maybe he had his point of clarity. He, he probably had this. He was like hitting that point of closure, but his ability to notice and articulate his his Im- imminent danger was limited because prior to rehab, when he bought his gun. He was high on drugs all the time. He had overdosed, possibly due to a potential murder attempt. I think that the Rome incident is what woke him up because I don't yeah. think he took those pills. Well, I, 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 I think him realizing he didn't take those pills and right. something happened and, and him he woke not up from the knowing. coma, then he, I think he realized yeah. somebody did he, it to he went, him. Something horrible happened to me. I don't know what it is, but some somebody, somebody's doing something. Somebody's to after me. me, and I don't yeah. know who it is. So, of course, when he gets back to the States, he's like, I and, need fucking and he, protection. And he, and he doesn't want to outright accuse his wife because exactly. that's fucked up. But at the same time, he's trying he's to like, leave well, her. He's like, well, she was the one right next to me. Right. She knows I want to leave her. She probably knows because of fucking so he, the Carol right. lady. I can't remember her first fucking name but, right now. But, but, in, but in the same note, you go, this is my wife. She's the mother of my child. Listen, I'm going to lay low here for, for, and, and for a few days. You know, please just leave me alone. And he's trying I, to get his so, will and execution. And she probably knows more than she probably knew more than he realized she knew about maybe his whereabouts or at least uh, his intentions. Well, I'm sure if she knew she was he wasn't in other places, I'm sure right. she figured out he was there. And, and if she did have PIs following him, for sure. You know, um, so he could have just been like, "Hey, I'm going to stay at a hotel in Seattle. Just, you know, can you leave me alone for a few days? Don't try to contact me." Well, she had his credit card being followed. Yeah. So the moment he bought that fucking plane ticket, bam, she knew where he was going. So I think he was probably unaware of how deep she was into his shit. Because the moment he bought that ticket, she shut the card off. So he couldn't leave. He couldn't do anything else. He couldn't even go to a hotel if he wanted to. She fucking sealed his fate. Yeah, she basically said, okay, you bought that hotel room? You have to go to that house. And now you're stuck there in that hotel. No, the you're house. stuck Sorry, in that house. house. Sorry, whatever. You bought the plane ticket, now you're stuck at the house. Sorry. So ne- right. then she knew exactly yeah. what. And be it if he wasn't going to be in the green room, or maybe she made it where he had to be forced to go up there. Yeah. It could have been anything. Like, wherever, whatever plan she had to have organized, she Or just had somebody it. followed him up there and then planted everything. I mean, there's no fingerprints. Everything could have been planted within minutes of after the fact. And he was sitting there for three days, and the only yeah. it was it could have been longer. She hadn't fucking sent the fucking electricians. But I think I think that was, she almost wanted that to be like. I think she needed to have it done. I think the nerves of of going oh. She I, didn't want to find him herself. Yeah. And well, what's yeah. crazy is there's photos of her like when the cops are there. All of a sudden, she's in fucking Seattle. While the cops are there? Yeah, when they find him, she was all of a sudden in fucking Seattle. Yeah. That's Wasn't what, that fucking that's, great? That's one of those things where I think... On April 8th, she was fucking there. People who who 
hurt people or kill people, people who maybe even 20 years later decide they need to kill somebody else who are in that mindset of, of that. They get away with it. They need that. They need to be there. They tend to revisit. They need that that satisfaction of, I did this, here it is, everything's happening. They need to see it. They need to feel it. It's not just somebody who accidentally hurts somebody. Like, say, you feel this guilt because somebody, so, somebody's life or somebody's uh, lifelong debilitation accidentally happens on your part and you feel so guilty about it. Sometimes you, you just want to run away from it. No, I, uh, so when I was younger, I accidentally, this is like the worst thing to me in my life. I accidentally, I was doing something and, and I was, I had the same thing happen to me, but different circumstances, but I, I literally hit my friend you Erica. You in the face? I, I hit my friend Erica in the face and I made her nose bleed. Mm-hmm. And I, to this day, I still feel like shit. Yeah. Because I was doing something in my hand, but I just, I didn't like break her nose, We've but been there. I was on the bus when I was really young, mm. like, I think it was like second or third grade, and it got, I was leaning forward and I tapped my friend on the shoulder and he threw his hand up and he hit me in the nose and the angle he hit me broke my nose. Damn. Because it was just, he, he like. Is that why your face is so jacked up? Obviously. So, I mean, it literally broke my nose. Mm-hmm. And blood, just, I was wearing a flannel shirt, because we know I love flannels. Do we? And, uh, yes. And I, like, cut my nose because it hurt, but it went numb within moments. Like, it, I felt this shooting pain, and then my whole, like, from, like, the top, mm-hmm. my nose down just went numb. Mm-hmm. And, like, my jaw fell open and I was just like I leaned forward because I didn't know it was going I thought like snot was coming out mm-hmm. and I like moved my hand and I was like um problem and he was like oh my god oh my god harmony I'm like I think we gotta tell the bus uh, driver at least you leaned forward though <laughs> no no it was, in all seriousness a lot of people when they get nosebleeds he's not supposed to lean back they lean back because no. it keeps it from breathing out but no. it actually it's very bad for it you. is and I just I kept I'm like I we need to do something because it was just I mean it was pouring out blood and so the bus driver who was a major bitch um it was we like went up shut there. up we're almost as oh my god yeah and i was like no this is really important and they were like i don't want to hear it i'm like i'll just sit right here then and i sat there and i'm doing this and i put my hand forward and she was like what is that i'm like it's blood and she was like oh and i'm like i tried to tell you yeah and they were like well we're almost to school i'm like it's fine. I'll probably still be bleeding. And we get there, and I tell her what happens. He got suspended, even though I tried to explain it was not on purpose. Yeah. But it's because it's an act of violence. Hey, fuck you, buddy. But. I hope you had a great life. But. <laughs> what? But, um. You know, punish people for nothing, and I'm sure you agree consequences. Oh, the bus driver? No, no, no. Not, not the, the bus driver. No, obviously. Okay, so it's being sarcastic. Not fuck you, guy. Obviously, he didn't do it on purpose. No, he didn't at all. I hope your suspension didn't negatively influence your life. And no, I don't think it did. He didn't do anything at all. Like, I but literally, like, all, I did, I just, all I did was just, all I did Do you know if he succeeded in life? I don't know him anymore Or maybe at all. he, yeah, because he's probably. He was a, a twin. He's probably in prison. His other twin succeeded, and he went to prison because he elbowed you, or, I'm sorry, accidentally hit you with his hand, 
Um, your nose. It blood. was just the angle. He got that suspended he, and then he went like down. He literally just went right. like to tell me, hold on. And it was the and angle his knuckle hit line. my line. But he moved so fast and it was the angle that yeah. I was leaning. And then he went down a long line of like suspensions and, and detentions. And <laughs> his stuff. life just went to shit. He never went to college. He dropped out of school. But like you should have seen the sadness on his face. He couldn't get a job face. because he got arrested for assaulting and someone I tra- else. I tried to fight with the... I literally... My fucking... My, I'm like, who was I living with? I don't remember who I was living with. My dad. You got a felony for robbing like, a gas station. Like, I tried to fight with the principal myself. I was like, I'm holding my face because I was right. like, the nurse had brought me ice. So that I had, I still had to blood. go to the hospital because of my nose being so badly, like, fucked. That's crazy. And I was like, you guys cannot suspend him. Like, it wasn't on purpose. Like, we don't tolerate violence, especially between a man and a woman or a man and a girl or a boy and a girl. I'm like, it's not like he hit me. And they were like, he broke your nose. And I'm like, it wasn't on purpose. They're like, we can't tell it. We cannot accept that. What, kind of, what, what would the students think? And I'm like, seriously? I disagree with what they did, but I understand where they're coming from. He was suspended for two, two weeks. To hit somebody hard enough to break their nose is like, now it looks like we're covering up uh, some sort of violent situation. That being said, they weren't. And they should have been honest, but I understand their stupid fucking fear. This um, was also like super early. But anyway, like, Kurt Cobain was murdered. Yeah, he's holy was, like without a doubt. But what I was trying to point about that is, like you, I felt guilt when I hit someone just yeah. on accident. Yeah, I felt like I, that. I cried. One time I bloodied somebody's nose doing a, a layup. Bloodied in someone's nose. What are you like, fucking from the nineteen forties? Yeah, no, I don't know. I was doing a layup in basketball. You know, we were basketball. I was playing basketball, and I went for a layup, and he was. Uh, Can you play basketball? He, I know, but uh, <laughs> I, I back before um, height made a difference when uh-huh. we were all like ten and everyone was the same height. Um, I could actually because I was I was. I wasn't thick or anything for my age, but I was definitely like at least my height right now. appropriate size for my age. <laughs> I, I literally have not grown in height since I was like 14 years old, though. I Great. Hit, me there have I, I since pu- I was like I nine. I hit puberty pretty early, so like 10 to 12, I was great. After that, I was fucked. Same. You know? So when I was like 10, I was I was, I was okay, but I, I played rec basketball. I wasn't good enough to be on the actual Dude, basketball Dude, I was team. the tallest girl in fucking fifth grade. There you go. And then, it, and then, but I stayed. That was it. You were just that was it. You were fifth grade. How you remained the same forever. Fucking yes. Well, and that's pretty similar to what happened to me. So, this other kid, he like tried to play defense against me, and I kind of out dribbled him a little bit. He didn't, and so he tried to like, kind of, you know, I guess it wasn't exactly a pick, so to speak, but he kind of like tried to like put himself against, like he was gonna stop me, and I just like was like, I'm just gonna go for a layup really quick. And I was moving, and I and I just bowed him in the face, just going for the lay. I made the layup, made a point. Made a, you made a bleed. You two bloodied points, his two nose. Two points actually, um, but yeah. And then like afterward, like I just saw, I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I, you know, like I turned around and like apologized because I definitely like hit him as I was going for the layup. But he just you know got up right in my shit, and then I just see him. He's you know we're ten, and he's just like, ah, he's just crying and just like, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like like how bad is it? And he just like takes his hand away from his face and he just got blood all over his hands. It's just like, ketchup. Yeah. I'm like, oh, why'd you have those ketchup packets in your hand? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's probably why you didn't, you know, play good defense. You were just holding you hold ketchup those ketchup packets. packets. <laughs> You're just then, waiting to use them, then, like, bitches. Of course, it's like his dad was there and his dad ran. Oh, you okay, son? You know, just like, I'm like, oh, fuck. Am I, none of my, neither of my parents are there. So I'm just like. Fuck. 
non-the-asshole who just fucking... I'm going to call your mom and be like, why weren't you there yeah. then? I'm, well, because my stepdad was supposed to be there, and I think they just dropped me off, and he wasn't going to stay there, but whatever it was. Womp, womp. But I just remember just, like, fucking destroying this kid's See, face. that's how you do a fucking sound effect. Not your... Womp, womp. Womp. You're Thank not you. doing it right! <laughs> you are fired from sound effects. You know, that's what all the ladies tell me. Yeah, I understand. You're not... No, it's not over there. I don't Where know what, what the going? it is that they're talking about, <laughs> but I assume it rhymes with it, and I just can't find it. No. Wait. Yeah. But no. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of which. Okay. So, Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Do you believe he was murdered, or do you believe it's suicide? So, I actually, I'm, I'm fairly certain that it was, there was foul play. Foul play. I, I won't explain. I'm pretty sure it was murder. I mean, it's, uh, when you say foul play, there's not a whole lot of ways to f- have somebody die with foul play that doesn't qualify as murder. Um, Homicide. Right. Um, because because the only way that it could have been not murder uh, is if it was not premeditated, and I think there's no way in hell that it was not premeditated. The only possible scenario, um, and based off all the stuff that happened before this actually happened it leads me to believe this is not true but the only possible scenario uh is that they're both shooting a pair when like maniacs right he's reported missing they're just over there like "Ah, yeah ah, right ah, so he's reported he's reported missing and then she like locates him while she's in la and secretly goes up there for some reason without announcing and she didn't say what her business was right well, let's say she's in L.A. She's, Except for to call she, she, overdose. She f- figures out where he's at and is like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, she shows up. Can we just make up whatever, blah, blah, blah. They get some heroin. They get super fucking high. He overdoses. And he's like, and she's like, he's going to die. He's going to die. And she's fucked up as fuck, too. And she's like, I can't be caught for his death. And she pulls out a fucking gun and just like blows his face off. And is that's like, not no. But she the, wasn't in. But t- then goes, well, now I just fucking killed somebody. I gotta have somebody clean this shit up. She has somebody clean it up, or you know, organizes a whole thing where it looks like it was discovered, and then she comes, you know, conveniently into town at that time. Okay. Um, that's the best case scenario for me. And even then, it was like a, a panic while high and still murdered your husband. I think it was all planned out. But I think it is far more likely that it was planned out. Everything indicates to me that there was some sort of foul play involved. And it indicates everything sort of seems like from the beginning. Not the beginning, beginning, but from the beginning of the end of the relationship. Where where their relationship started to fall apart. The drugs... And, and the fact that the lifestyle that he was not wanting to live, they started to separate. She wanted something different than he wanted. She wanted money, and he wanted to not be in that rock star lifestyle. He was depressed well before he got into that rock star lifestyle, and now he was starting to you know, be addicted to drugs, feel suicidal. He didn't want to feel that way. I think he was trying to genuinely help himself. I think he was trying to genuinely get better as a human being. And right as he started to reach that point where he was starting to heal, she came up and killed his ass. Mm-hmm. And that's, I genuinely believe, this is one of those, like, I guess conspiracy theories or, or speculations on, on something that happened. I genuinely believe that Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. So do I. He, whether or not directly. 
I don't, yeah, I don't think, think she. I don't, I don't think she pulled the trigger. I agree. I don't think she pulled the trigger, but I think she orchestrated it, and I think that um, she orchestrated it well enough that the people who are directly involved are hard to pinpoint, mm-hmm. which makes it very hard to pinpoint her because even though nothing adds up evidence wise. Oh, fun fact: she also owns all the rights to Michael Jackson's music. I don't think she does. Look it up. I will. We'll look it up. I don't take that as face value uh, because I don't believe that at all. Um, and the other big thing is uh, that scares me about that potential truth is that uh, Michael Jackson actually owned all of the Beatles music prior to his passing. So that would mean that if she owned Michael Jackson's music, she may also have some sort of rights to the Beatles music, which would be uh, extremely devastating to me. <laughs> But anyways, so that was the conspiracy into Kurt Cobain's death. And I think we're both in agreement here for the first time on a conspiracy that uh, Courtney Love orchestrated um, and successfully orchestrated the death. Even if there's suspicion around it, there wasn't enough evidence to ever try or convict her. Exactly. Um, and that she managed to at least pay off the right people to make sure that she nobody ever and especially looked, after his death she yeah, had the money nobody ever looked into it enough the right people didn't look into it enough to ever convict her so or yeah the police department her. obviously took their sweet time doing anything and i think that they were probably she probably knew the resources and she paid off enough fucking people mm-hmm. so thank you for listening and uh we're probably gonna do a few more of these uh conspiracy myrtle myrtles 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 all the moaning myrtles all the moaning myrtles oh yes and uh some of these unsolved mysteries and because i like these these are kind of fun yeah and if you have any crazy things you want us to research yeah like any any murders that you guys know of that are even if they're unknown you want us to talk about send them my way his way don't well, send him to Andrew. Andrew's not always around. He's a uh, yeah. He's our side bitch. So, <laughs> but send them to what the actual f harmony at gmail dot com or what the actual f dot sfa at gmail dot com, mm-hmm. and we will gladly talk about them. I'll do the research. I'll I'll dig into that stuff. I'll get all the details, and I'll pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, hope you guys have a great morning, day, evening, and night. Look at what I just did. And she did it all in the right order this time. I'm very proud. That's right. Thank you. So um, don't forget to keep asking yourself what the actual F is going on, especially in this podcast. Bye, guys. Bye.